Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is an English summary, a just and a translation of the Majlis of Hazrat Mara Qamru Zama Saab Damat Barakatuhum, which took place on Friday, the 10th of Jumadul Akhira, 1443, corresponding with the English date, 14th of January 2022. Hazrat Wala starts off by quoting the ayat of the Quran in Majid, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, tubu ila Allahi tawbatan nasuha. O you who have iman, sincerely repent to Allah. Thereafter, Hazrat Wala goes on to say that, Kulu wa tamatta'u qalilan innakum mujrimoon. Eat and enjoy a little because you are criminals. Hazrat Nizamuddin Awliya, when he used to read or come across this particular ayat of the Quran in Majid, it would cause his entire body to vibrate. Allah Ta'ala had blessed him with so much and he would feed people. His own uh, Pirbai, his colleague in Suluk and Tasawuf, uh, did not even have, but on the other hand, his halat was good, he would feed, etc. But he would say, Imroz khushast, fardanest, that today is fine, but I don't know about tomorrow. Look at the concern of the akhirat. Alama ibn Qayyim was asked regarding comforts. So, he used to answer and he used to say that to use those luxuries, and comforts and extras is not a, a deterrent and an obstacle from a salvation. However, it's definitely an obstacle and a deterrent from high spiritual uh, levels and states. Now, how wonderful we have to learn to leave out that which is a uh, Mubah and permissible. Rather, what can we say? This is the essence and the crux of this whole suluk and this path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazratani rahimahullah used to say that hukuk, the rights that your body deserves or which are on others, that is there, that's in its place. However, huzuz, where there's a portion in that for yourself and for your nafs, there needs to be a moderation in all of that. Thereafter, Hazrat Wala then concludes that point and he says, if a person wants to reach the level and the darja of Hazrat Nizamuddin Awliya, then he would have to leave out certain, certain things. Some things, a little, he would have to leave out. So here, in this particular ayat of the Qur'an, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا تُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ تَوْبَةً نَسُوحًا That this tawbah and nasuh, this sincere repentance, what is it all about? It is such after which there will be no inclination towards sin again. Hazrat Shaykh Al-Alam Shaykh Shihabuddin Saharwardi Rahimahullah used to say that the reality of Tawbah and repentance is this. 
that whatever displeases or it's a cause of displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then a person should totally leave that and come away from that. Also, he would say that Tawbah consists of three uh, requisites, prerequisites, conditions. He used to say that with a true heart, a person should express his grief, sorrow and regret about that sin. And he should abandon the sin, point number two, or rather what we say, condition number two, abandon that sin. Like example, if it is that of liquor and wine drinking, he should remove that and abandon, distance himself from that sin. And the third one is to make a firm intention not to return to that sin. Thereafter, Hazratwala goes on to quote the Malfus. I'll read it out to you. Hazrat Allama ibn Qayyim rahimahullah has narrated the saying of Muhammad ibn Kaab al-Qurazi regarding Tawbah and Nasuh in his book, in his kitab, Madarijus Salikin. So this is an extremely comprehensive definition of Tawbah and Nasuh. He goes on and I quote, Yajma'uha arba'atu ashya. Tawbah and Nasuh comprises of four aspects. Al-istighfaru bil-lisan. Seeking forgiveness with the tongue. Verbal seeking of forgiveness. Wal-iqla'u bil-abdan. Physical aloofness from the sin. You have to stop immediately and distance yourself from that sin. The third one is وَإِدْمَارُ تَرْكِ الْعَوْدِ بِالْجِنَانِ Determination from the depths of the heart to never return to that sin. And the last one, which is unique, you would not hear of that and it's not common. وَمُهَاجَرَةُ سَيِّئِ الْإِخْوَانِ Detachment from evil companions. Many times a person makes tawbah, but because of his company, he is unable to leave that sin due to which he commits that sin over and over again. You would also notice in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding the person who killed 99. In that particular hadith, eventually he kills 100. But what was told to him? It was the same thing again. ikhwan, The ones he was with. They were looting, killing, murdering, whatever it was. Leave that group of bad and evil friends and company. Detachment from them. Stay aloof, stay away from them. If not, there is no way that you are going to leave those sins or you are going to return to it very, very quickly. So, Sheikh Abdul Razak also speaks about this particular condition uh, here in his kitab that we should stay away from that type of uh, company now there are different categories also uh, of tawbah in nasuh one is that with all sincerity and fikr a person makes tawbah and he does not return to it Another category, and how it can be explained as well, 
Another type is when a person with a sincere and true heart makes toba. Then after that, once he makes the sincere toba, then too, with the demands of uh, human demand and nature, if he commits that sin again, it is possible that he may commit that sin again. Even though he commits that sin again, this is also a sincere tawbah that at the time when making tawbah, he sincerely repents. And the last one is that of a fake type of a tawbah where the tongue is moving or he's saying I'm making tawbah, but his heart is very, very far away from that. In fact, he doesn't even have any intention of leaving the sin. He's got no remorse, etc. Sheikh Abdul Razak goes on to say, Rahimahullah, that a true toba, the signs of it are that insan, jin dosto ki maayat me fisko fujur me mubtala rahata, usse milna julna tar karde. That the person under discussion who had committed the sins, and he committed the sins in the company of those friends of his, then he should. Uh, abandon the company of those friends so that he does not get into the web or into the trap or be uh, allured or called back to that sin once again. In fact, he should even leave those places where this, those sins were committed. Now, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is mentioned that the person who makes tawbah, the one who makes tawbah from sins, is actually like one who has no sin. He has never committed that sin before. So tawbah is uh, something great. Now, Hazardwala quotes the incident of some people from the government, spies came to the gathering of Hazrat Maran Shah Fadur Rahman Shah Sahib and they started looking, monitoring, started calculating. Eventually, they come and they start interrogating him, saying, How is it? How come so much of people gather here? What is all this about? And he goes on so simply and professionally to answer them, saying that these people that you see here all have come to make tawbah and sincerely repent of their sins at my hands. They want to make me a witness of their tawbah. Now listen, you can also make tawbah from your Christianity and, you can, and I will be witness to your tawbah and your accepting of Islam. Allahu Akbar. That was Hazrat Maulana Shah Fadur Rahman Sahib. Now Hazrat Tamri Rahimahullah would also say that when a person commits sin, he committed the sin, but immediately, without wasting time, this way, that way, the other, he should make tawbah. Don't wait for tahajjud. Don't wait for the next day. Don't wait for midnight if you committed the sin after Isha Salat. No, rather, immediately do that. Carry out that tawbah. The example of this, Hazrat Shaykh Abdul Razak Jinjanwi, Rahimahullah, goes on to say that the tawbah is, the example he gives, is like that cloth 
or clothes, clothing that a person has, and some type of a tear appears. And thereafter, with a lot, a lots of care and precaution, he stitches it up in such a way that the onlooker does not even understand that where did it tear from and where was it stitched and how did they do this. However, if he's not careful about that, he doesn't worry about it, it doesn't bother him, then that small slit or cut or tear in the clothing would start running, the tear would become longer and wider and thereafter it would be extremely difficult to uh, fix it up. Therefore, now look at the example, so beautiful, meaning fix it up immediately. You done a sin, fix it up immediately by Tawbah. So, he goes on to say that if a person commits a guna e sagira, then immediately he should alert himself of that, become conscious of it, understand it, calculate it, and make Tawbah. And then when he does this, it would be as if he never committed that sin. If he delays in that, then what would happen? What would happen now? That would get written down due to which he would become deserving of the punishment designated and stipulated for that particular sin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Aqalman admi ko chahiye An intelligent person should understand and what should he do that apne baatin ko har kisam ke kot say his inside he should clear it clean it purify it from every type of contamination like hatred jealousy enmity and the list goes on And with istighfar, so he cleans his heart in that manner. And after that, with istighfar and nadamat, grief, sorrow and regret over the sin. This is like a polish that will light up his heart so that he does not get caught in the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Fear Allah wherever you may be. Fear Allah. That's what you need to do. That's the time when you are going to stay away from sin. But due to human weakness, we are bound to err, make a mistake and commit sin. So what happens then? Then follow up that sin with a good deed because it will erase it. And that's what the the good deed does immediately say subhanallah alhamdulillah allahu akbar give some sadaqa it will erase it it will wipe it out so ila rasulullah sallallahu alayhi hazratullah says that that hadith ittaqillah haythu ma kunt i quoted this hadith when i went whichever country i went and i traveled to i quoted this hadith and made Kalam on it. Another hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Su'ila Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked. An akhtari ma yudkhilul jannah. Regarding that which 
by means of people will enter into Jannah in abundance. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam answered, Taqwa Allah wa husnul khulq, the fear of Allah and good character. Allama ibn Qayyim then remarks and comments on this particular hadith and he says, by adopting taqwa, the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one would fulfill the right of Allah. When I, I, and by adopting husnul khulq, good character, one would fulfill the rights of fellow people. And the person who does this will be categorized as salih, one who is saintly and pious. And such people would then enter Jannah. You know, what can I say? I can't really do anything. But you people come here and you listen and you favor and you like these talks and you are affected by it. I actually want to make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a witness of this year that you people come and you enjoy these talks of deen, was, admonition and islah. You know, another example I always give, Hazratwala says, that when you're going to Jawanpur, there's one road you have to be very careful about. And if you get onto that road, instead of getting to your destination, you actually go in an, in an opposite direction. You have to be so careful. But many times we make those mistakes. It happened with us once. But the minute you realize that you're on the wrong road, what does intelligence and logic demand from us? Immediately get to yourself Stop the car, turn around and go back and find that corner which you have missed the turn. And if you do that immediately, the minute you realize, then the damage will be minimal. You won't lose much time and you will get to your destination quickly. Whereas if after knowing that you have took, taken the wrong path and still you carry on, you carry on, then where would you land yourself up? You would land yourself in destruction. Why? You will reach another place. You would know no one there. And what about your accommodation and your food? You will be left stranded. So this heart of ours is the Tajalli Gah. It is the place where the Tajalli and the Noor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends. And it is for this reason that every sin is forgiven except the sins of the heart. Those are not forgiven because this heart is so precious. Allah Ta'ala by means of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam describes this heart as his utensil and container. Allahu Akbar. In another narration, we learn that on one occasion for two or three days, Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, Amirul Mu'mineen, never came out from his house. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam left and came to inquire at the door and at the house of Umar radiallahu ta'ala an regarding his well-being. Umar radiallahu ta'ala an comes out and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam asks him. Now from this also we learn that how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam seen to his Juniors, Dostoki Distagiri. I mean, the Nabi was the Nabi. There's no comparison. Where is his level? 
and the ummati is much more lower than that but then too he was worried about his friends and his companions so he asks umar radiyallahu ta'ala upon seeing him that o oh, umar what's happening it seems that you did not get rest for the past two to three days or nights and umar radiyallahu ta'ala then says to rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that continuously these thoughts were troubling me that on the day of qiyamah if allah ta'ala has to ask me that for so many long days you worshiped lat and uzza those idols what dua will i what answer what i give to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day oh rasul of allah you tell me from your side what's going to happen to me and what answer would i give to allah nevertheless rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam anticipating and in waiting for wahi adopts silence due to which umar radiyallahu ta'ala an is reduced uh, to fear he is worried he is anxious rather what can we say perspiring that the nabi of allah what's happening here he's not answering me he's not speaking and this made him even more fearful that why is rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam not answering me what could it be nevertheless after that wahi comes to nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he says to umar radiyallahu ta'ala an nahnu that allah ta'ala says wahi has come to me and allah is saying nahnu idha salahna ma'a 'abdin lam nas'alhu amma mada that when we make peace with our servants then after that we don't ask him about his past now didn't umar radiyallahu ta'ala know that on accepting islam all sins are forgiven that's uh, the hard and general rule of course he knew that but he understood that to be for all and he had this fear in his heart and in his mind rather running through his blood that it is possible that allah could take me to task allahu akbar what a wonderful word and sense a sentence uh, it's worthy of being uh, memorized nahnu idha salahna ma abdin lam nas'alhu amma mada if we make peace and we sort out matters with one of our bandas then we never would ask him about his uh, past allahu akbar now i think we read this in the past also but these are the selected portions of the celebrated kitab sahaif marifat of sheikh abdur razak jinjanwi rahimahullahu ta'ala which is a masterpiece and unique in its own way but we have to read these articles and these madamin over and over again now let us make dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with afiat of every type in every way allah ta'ala forgive us for our sins and give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of making tauba in nasuh a sincere repentance allah ta'ala give us tawfiq 
to do the actions that are most beloved to him. Allahumma inna nas'aluka at-tawfiq limahabbika minal a'mal wa sidqa at-tawakkuli alayk wa husna zanni bik. Allah Ta'ala, forgive us for all our sins and deal with us with his mercy and his grace. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta al-sami'ul alim wa tub alayna innaka anta at-tawabur rahim. بحرمة سيد النبي الكريم صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم